0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. The Biden administration is planning to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to install solar power on thousands of homes in Puerto Rico. It's an ambitious plan that looks to give more grid stability to the most vulnerable Puerto Ricans who suffer frequent and prolonged outages. But the program is drawing attacks from Republicans and concerns from some Puerto Rican residents. So today, I chat with Politico's Gloria Gonzalez about those concerns and how the Biden administration is defending its solar rollout. It's Thursday, February 22nd.
1: So in 2022, Congress gave the Department of Energy about a billion dollars to address energy resilience issues in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico has a notoriously fragile grid. It continues to fail During intense hurricanes and uh, earthquakes, the latest major outage related to weather was Hurricane Fiona. That basically shut down the grid for nearly two weeks in some parts of the territory, even though Fiona didn't make a direct hit on Puerto Rico. So in response to that, Congress gave DOE this money and basically told DOE This is for you to address the energy resilience issues in Puerto Rico. DOE has decided to focus on solar and storage systems in Puerto Rico and recently started to lay the groundwork for the first phase of the program, which is $450 million to fund rooftop solar and storage facilities for people in Puerto Rico who are in low income brackets or who have disabilities and are medically dependent on power field equipment. So DOE has focused the first phase of the program on those particular populations. And the application for those grants for Puerto Ricans is actually opening up this week. So there's a lot of news and buzz around the program, but it has garnered some pushback, some from Puerto Ricans, but also from Republicans in Washington as well.
0: Got it. And yeah, let's start with the Republicans. So they're really going after the Biden administration's plan specifically for giving money to this company called Sonova. So can you tell us why they're targeting that company and just a little bit about Sonova's history in Puerto Rico?
1: Yes. Yeah, so the backstory there is that Sunovo, uh, several years ago, was the subject of complaints from Puerto Rican residents who had solar systems installed on their properties. And there were a variety of complaints ranging from the equipment malfunctioning, people not being properly informed of what they were signing up for, for, about contracts that were in English rather than Spanish. Now, Puerto Rico is a predominantly Spanish-speaking territory. So that was a major challenge for people in the territory. There's also, you know, been a talk about whether or not the equipment is stable or when it does go down, you know, was there anybody responding to a customer service request? And that was a particular challenge as well. So that's been the history there. The energy regulator did direct the company to improve their disclosure process per Puerto Rican law. They do have to properly inform people of what the contracts they're signing. And so the company had committed to doing that and is now doing Spanish language outreach and contracts. But there is still that history there. And it's something that Republicans in Congress have repeatedly cited in attacking uh, the DOE for allowing SANOVA to be part of this program. Now, the other part of that is that SANOVA under separate DOE program is also receiving a partial loan guarantee valued at about $3 billion. And Republicans are basically questioning why the DOE would give so much money or guarantee so much money for a company that has this type of uh, troubled history, not just in Puerto Rico, but elsewhere.
0: Gotcha. And then with Puerto Ricans, you know, you're reporting their concerns. I mean, you spoke with some of them. Their concerns are kind of more practical than political. So can you just talk about what territories residents are actually saying about the Biden administration's program?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's general support for the idea of bringing rooftop solar and storage to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, being in its location, you know, it's a potentially abundant source of uh, solar power for Puerto Rico. The challenge is there are numerous concerns about the DOE program. One of the big ones I heard is that people are concerned about getting stuck with the cost of the rooftop solar and storage systems. Like the DOE money is supposed to offer offset that issue, but it still hasn't alleviated those concerns. That has also driven concerns about whether or not there would be liens attached to the property. Like in other words, would people have to sign up for a lien on their property in order to participate in the program? Now, DOE has expressly said that that will not be the case. It will not be allowed in their agreements with participating companies, but those concerns continue to linger. Another concern is the fact that the vast majority of the money in the first phase is going to three companies, Sanova, as we mentioned, Sunrun, and Generic. Those are U.S. mainland-based companies. And as several people I talked to noted, the idea is that why is it that the focus is not more on companies and nonprofits in Puerto Rico, rather than on the mainland, mainland companies that don't have a real connection to the territory. So there were some folks, including one person who told me, you know, he wished the ratio would have been flipped and 90% of the funding go to those local companies and nonprofits in order to boost local businesses that are focusing in this area. And also, you know, just have more of a community connection to people, people who have a vested interest in the territory because they live and work there as well.
0: Right. And and so how is the Biden administration and allies defending the program and are they moving forward with their intended timeline despite the concerns and pushback?
1: Yeah, it's interesting because Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm made her seventh visit to Puerto Rico since Fiona. Granholm is the person that President Biden tapped to be the federal government's main point person on the Puerto Rico energy resilience efforts, the federal government's efforts in that area. She has been criticized by Republicans for continuing to go to the territory, but she still went a couple of weeks ago to partly to talk about this program with homeowners and to really address their concerns and try to answer those types of questions that have been coming up. The Biden administration and the DOE in particular also put out a fact sheet that basically talked about the quote-unquote myths and misconceptions that were driving concerns about the program and addressed them one by one, including on the issues related to the cost of the program and the potential for liens and you know that not being an issue. Some of the administration's allies and the companies themselves are also trying to dispute those concerns and reassure people that there won't be those types of issues. But the concern continues to linger. And so it will be interesting to see how that affects people in Puerto Rico signing up for the program.
0: Also, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm said firmly on Wednesday that there is no ban in place on liquefied natural gas. Her comments come in the face of bipartisan concerns over the administration's pause on new natural gas export permits, which was announced last month. Granholm said she would not predict what the review will find, but she said the US will continue to use and supply the world with LNG. She also separately teased potential trade policy action to support domestic industries. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed about a mysterious Breakmaster cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is taking action to keep methane in the pipe. Their 2028 upstream methane intensity target is set to be 53% below the 2016 baseline. And they're committed to evolving facility designs and operating practices. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash methane.